everyone. I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Coley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 47 and this week's question is, where do you start when writing your novels? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show and if you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like. Okay, so we are talking about where you start writing your novels. I am going to say brain dumping, technically. Now, I know this question is talking about actual writing, but during a brain dump, I will most likely do some writing. It's not just where I put random thoughts and ideas down on paper. It's that as well. But I often write snippets of dialogue or chunks of description that will literally slot into the novel as I'm going. Once I've got all my brain dump information, that's when I organise an outline. This is usually a fluid thing that builds and changes somewhat throughout the writing process, but I do try and have some structure before officially starting to write. You know, I'll sometimes brain dump as well. I think brain dumping is a great way to work through your novel, no matter what stage you're in, whether it's pre-writing, actual writing, or it's in the editing stage. Brain dumping is an amazing thing to do. But I don't really do it as often, like every once in a while, if I'm in the car or I'm in the shower or I just like have a random thought, I'll grab a post-it note and I'll jot it down real quick or put it in my phone. But it's not actually part of my writing process. What I actually do is I create an outline before doing any writing and I follow it. I used to follow it to a T and now I realize the outline is just more of a guideline than actual outline. I'll, I'll branch away from the outline if new ideas come or old ideas are end up being irrelevant, but I'll add to the outline as I write so that everything is up to date. So I guess you could kind of say that I kind of sort of do a brain dump, but it's more organized than just a brain dump, which I guess wouldn't make it a brain dump. No, yeah, it's a structured brain dump. You know, you've, you've got little boxes and you're putting things in neatly while you're dumping yeah. those ideas. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm more of a on the page. And then shuffle them around into an outline. So it's, it's good. You know, there's different ways to do things. Well, see, what I will do is on my outline, if I come up with another idea, but I haven't gotten to that point yet, I'll grab a sticky note and I'll write it down. And then I'll stick that inside my notebook. And so that way, you know, the color of the sticky note will pop out at me. And like, I'll remember to go back to it later or whenever I need to. I, well, sometimes I do forget about it. Let's be real here. But... So do you outline like longhand in a notepad? Is that how you do yours? Yep. I have like 12 different outlines for my novels because I'm ridiculous. So sometimes I'll do it in a... <laughs> Don't give me that thing. <laughs> so sometimes I'll outline in a notebook and I'll just write chapter by chapter and main plot points that I want to get done. And other times I have a poster board uh, behind my desk and I'll have sticky notes and that'll be the scenes and I'll so that I can easily rearrange the sticky notes before the writing or during the writing or even during editing. So I have two different things going on. And the reason I like to do it in my notebook is because I like to have it right beside me. So I'm not switching tabs or anything like that. I use Scrivener to write and I know that there's an awesome outlining tool for Scrivener, but I don't use it. I just use Scrivener solely to write. Yeah. And then I waste a lot of trees with my many, many notebooks <laughs> that I have to use up anyway. So it That's works. it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice pretty notebook. And then you have to replace it with about four more just in case. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have to, I do mine on a Word document and then 
mainly, as I said, because I have a habit of actually writing in the in the in the brain dump in the outline stage. It's not just a case of bullet points. There are bullet points, but sometimes there are huge bullet points of text and, and dialogue and scenes like slotted in. And I do it in Word that way. As I come up with new ideas, I can just go in and slot them in and add more and move things around and colour code them that way. I, I have to admit, there's a part of me that likes the idea of, of using notepads and, and, and post-its just for that kind of physical sense. So, Right, yeah, it, it changes things up a bit and it gives it gives you a break from the screen for a little bit as well, even yes. though I'm usually doing it while I'm on my computer. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, it cancels each other out, but whatever. I do actually use Word documents for timelines. Yeah. Like for my cozy mystery series, because I have a ton of books planned. So I'll, I have a Word document that lists each book and, you know, the plot of each and title ideas and things like that. That's not in the notebook for some reason. Each notebook is its own book, but the Word document, that's the whole series. It's, oh. And then Scrivener is the actual story. <laughs> <laughs> and the poster board is the scenes of an individual book. It's, I told you, I have like 12 different things going on. That suddenly makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. It works somehow, but it works. Okay, if we're, if we're talking about actual writing, I start in the middle. I always drop into the middle of the story. I hate starting at the beginning. I kind of find it weirdly restrictive. So I like to go straight into the middle and work outwards from both sides. What I've noticed in the past is whenever I started at the beginning, I kind of fixate on finding the perfect starting line, you know, the hook that gets people to read the next line or on some really random description. And I can spend days hooked on that, getting nowhere. So if I jump to a more meaty part, deeper in the middle, I feel I'm more motivated. The scenes are juicier to write and I don't get caught up finding the perfect word or, you know, really wonderfully describing the scene because that can come later. I don't know why I can't manage that when I start at the beginning. But I can. I just, I just end up staring at the blank screen, writing three words, deleting them, writing three more words, deleting them. So I jump in right in the centre and I do as much as I can in the parts that are probably the most juiciest scenes. And then when I do get to the, the, the beginning of the novel, because obviously I have to write it eventually, I don't find I'm as fixated. A little bit, but not as much, and it's able to come out a bit better. And, and I feel it's easier because so much of the story has been written already that if I take a bit longer, it's not disheartening. Whereas writing one line and deleting it over and over again, when you know there's a load more lines and pages and chapters to do, it's very disheartening. So all in all, I find it's more of a win that way. Okay, well, I'm just going to start off with that first, you're wrong. <laughs> but I can understand why you start in the middle based on everything that you just said. I do get it because a lot of people get stuck in the middle. Like, you know how you have that sagging middle part and a lot of people get stuck. And I, I do get that because if you if you start at the middle and you write all of that meaty stuff, it does motivate you. You're starting off at the heart of the story so it's more exciting, and I do understand that, because then all you need to figure out is, okay, how did my characters get here, and also what's the aftermath of this part? And I, I find that way of thinking is probably easier than starting at the beginning, but I start at the beginning whenever I write, because, you know, you read from left to right, you start at the beginning, and you go through the middle and the end, that's the way it's supposed to be, so that's the way I do it. I gotta say this I'm only joking when I say that Ari is wrong because I know some people are going to be out there and saying like oh everybody writes in their own different way and that's totally cool 
but I start at the beginning just because that's what feels right to me. And I get nervous that if I start in the middle, I'll write something and then forget about it later so that when I go back to the beginning, I'll end up creating some sort of plot hole for myself. And if I catch it, it's going to be a pain in the butt to fix. And if I don't catch it, well, then somebody else will. And that'll just be sad. (laughs) (laughs) It's awful when somebody else points out your plot holes, especially if you haven't caught it. You're just like, oh, Mm -hmm. damn. It's like, oh, great. (laughs) Here goes another 11 years of my life working on this book. (laughs) Although, you know what? Maybe that's why it's taken me so long, because I started at the beginning. Who knows? It's a very long journey from the beginning. But if you do the middle and then you go back to the beginning, it's like, oh, oh it's done. It's fine. Yeah. Have you ever started at Although, the end? I was just about to say, people who start at the end, now they're weird. <laughs> Not like that. That's, now they're wrong, definitely. That's just, no, you can't, you can't start at the end. Now, speaking of brain dumps, I have come up with the ending for a few of my novels and I've taken a post-it note or I've gone on Word document or I've gone in a notebook and I've written the ending or written what I want the ending to like be like and then I can figure out okay how can I get my characters to this point but I've never actually started at the end that's just that's that's worse than starting in the middle it's chaotic it's just wrong yeah no we can't we can't we can't have that no we can't have that I think for me and I know I have mentioned this before and I often repeat myself on this podcast but we're going to put it down to age. It's not my fault. I don't write in chapters. Even if I know exactly what is happening in each chapter, I never write in chapters. I have to write in scenes. And I think that's what helps by being straight in the middle. I'm not thinking I have to write a chapter. It's like, no, I am literally writing the scene where, you know, um, <laughs> this is where my brain just goes oh, and gives no ideas. I, I literally say, right, I've got to write the scene where they're trapped in the castle. That's it. That might be part of a whole chapter, you know, like how they got in the castle, who trapped them, and then how they get out. That could all be one chapter. But I'm not doing that. I will write, you know, that moment they're, they're trapped in the castle. That's it. And then I kind of spider graph outwards. that Because that's how my brain works. It's very much like a spider graph. So I, I, I drop myself in the center, and then I have offshoots of, okay, what's the scene behind it? What, what happens after they've been trapped in the castle? Did they escape? Does someone come and have a long villainous monologue? What happened before? How did they get in the castle? Whose castle is this? And I kind of branch off from the original scene I wrote. And I find that's how I write my novels. I kind of spider off everything. And once I've got to that part, I'm usually left with what I call like jigsaw pieces. So you'll have, let's carry on with the castle. (laughs) You'll have whose castle it is, how they got in the castle, why or how they got trapped in the castle maybe they were breaking in to do something and then all the gates closed how they get out or what happens to them in the castle and all this and there'll be these little puzzle pieces so like how what exactly did they do to get from this scene of being trapped in the castle to be in this scene how they escape out of the castle you know and it's usually like that that'll be like um maybe there'll be sort of discussions maybe someone will have a panic attack because they can't believe they've been trapped maybe someone's bravado about it maybe they see someone watching them through the picture hole you know the pictures eyes things like that and they help to tie all these scenes together and it creates this full picture and i find i can't do that if i start at the beginning Or at the end, I can't do these endings, you know, because it's like you've only got one side. The beginning, it starts and then it moves forward. The end stops and moves backwards. So you're kind of limited. That's why I need these middle sections where you're like, I can go everywhere. That's how I... That's fair. (laughs) I'll I'll let you get away with that one. But I, I, (laughs) I like, you know, I find it 
odd that people write in scenes. Although with the way that you just explained it, I get it. My sister writes in scenes as well. But for me, I can't write in scenes. I write in chapters because a chapter in itself, to me, it's like a mini book. There is a beginning, a middle, and an end to each chapter. And that's just how I write because like whenever I do sit down to write, I try to write a chapter at a time. That's just the way my brain works. But I will say that part of the reason I write the scenes on post-it notes and stick it up on a poster board is for everything that you just explained because you can really see it uh, laid out. And it's, it is like a jigsaw puzzle. I do that mainly so that I can make the editing process easier for myself because I suck at editing. So I can't imagine myself going through the entire book just by doing bits of and pieces of scenes here and there. But I get it. I do get it. Kudos to you. <laughs> I will say I can understand why people write in chapters. It does make technical sense. And I think depending on how you outline that works so like if you have an outline and you know in chapter one we meet the character in the tavern they are drunk somebody turns up calls them into some massive quest that they didn't know was happening and then god that's awful that's awful isn't it <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. see i can't write the first chapter <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna amend it, it. Make sense. <laughs> so no i'm gonna amend it i'll keep all this up i'm gonna amend it so yeah i'm gonna amend my idea because it was awful so you got the, they meet the character, they're drunk in a tavern, you know, a bit of a wastrel. Someone comes in, oh my God, something awful's happened. Your dad's been kidnapped. And suddenly that person has got to sort himself out and get on the road and save his dad. And there's your first chapter that, and you incite an incident. And that is great if that is what your outline tells you. Now, I do outline, but I am a planter. So it's a very, I'd say it's a very loose outline, although my last one was 18,000 words long, but it was still loose. So I might not know, <laughs> I know, I might not know all the different sections of the chapter. You know, I have a vague, I know what my incited incident is. I have a vague idea of certain things. And because I don't have this really tight structure for the chapter, it's hard to write. So I write the scenes. I know my incited incident, so I dump that in and I figure this out. And as I said, I'd spider outwards and then I'd be able to figure out, ah, right. So who needs to go look after them? Oh, this person, right. Where's he? I think he might be in the tavern. Yeah, let's put him in the tavern. Oh, and then it'll sort of move out that way. Whereas I think if you're structured and more organized and have your chapters planned out, it's definitely easier to write like that. I'll, I'll piggyback off of that uh, with the outline. I think, you know, as I said earlier, I used to follow my outlines to a T. And now I've realized that, you know, they're more of a guideline and things like that. So my outlines aren't as detailed anymore. Total side note, I don't know why I put this as an extra point because it really doesn't have anything to do with anything other than the outline, but I'll throw it in anyway. <laughs> but when I write my outline, I do make a list of characters and plot points and list of settings, or I try to anyway, I'm terrible with settings, but I make a list of all that stuff and I ask myself questions and kind of figure out what each chapter or what each scene needs to accomplish in order to move the plot forward. I am totally on board with that. The idea of making plot points, I find that's how I start with my, like the, like the very basic part of my outline. I always have the main plot points. So that would be obviously your inciting incident, your rising tension, your your climax. <laughs> Can't remember the word climax. It's not good. <laughs> your climax, your resolution. And those are like what I call points on the graph that get you from A to A to B or A to Z. I don't know. However you want to do it. However, depending on how many points you have. A to Z. <laughs> so many points. Not Z. Uh, Z. <laughs> and I, and I, Z. It's Z. 
This is another UK US thing, isn't it? Honestly, I recently discovered that America is the only place that says Z. Everywhere else in the world actually says Z. I know. It's like the metric system. Everybody yeah. else is a metric. It's like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate, you know, you, you guys stubbornly sticking to doing it completely <laughs> different from everybody else. There is something about that. It's like, oh, that's yeah. sweet. <laughs> but no, yeah, I like- we're, we're delightful <laughs> over here. <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. But no, like with all the, like the seed settings, I actually like the idea of that because again, if you make a list of your settings, it gives you an idea of where you're, you know, what sort of scenes you're going to need to add in and that. So yeah, no, no, I think that, I think that works. I find it interesting that you and I are similar in a lot of things with the, you know, the way that we write and just like things like that. But then we're also total opposite at the same time I feel like there's no happy medium between the way you and I do things no and but we still do things similarly yeah I said that word right we still do things similarly like because we both outline and we both create our outlines in a similar way but the way that we add the information I don't know what I'm trying to say but I just find it interesting how much the same we are but how different we are yeah and it just goes to prove that like there's no right or wrong way to to write even though I say that Ari's wrong with the way she does things. Everybody does it at their own pace and in their own way. And it's fascinating to hear somebody else speak about the way that they work on their novels and stuff. Yeah, I also think it's good that we have such differences because it may, I think it makes this podcast a bit easier because it gives, it gives our our listeners, thank you to you people listening, it it gives our listeners different variations, things that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you've always been a linear writer and you want to try something different. Maybe you've always been a scattered writer. That's what I call how I do it. And you think maybe writing linearly, linearly, <laughs> that you maybe think writing linearly is going to work out better for you. It just kind of gives you an idea that, as you said, there are different ways because everybody's brain kind of works differently. And that's, I mean, that's why some people don't use outlines. They literally, you know, it's what, as, as things churn and roll around in their head, they're just typing it all out. It's that, that's great. If you can do that, go for it. Whether you start in the middle and do that, or when you start at the beginning, or you, you know, we talked about the end, we don't do that. That's, that's bad. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> that is wrong. If you actually start at the end, please comment. Yes. I want to know, yeah. is there anybody out there who actually starts writing their novels at the end? Watch this. We'll get a flood of people telling us, and they'll all be like high-profile published authors, and we'll be like, oh, shit, we're in the wrong. So, yep. But yeah, there, there is, I mean, I have, I have seen articles I have seen video I have seen things where people are like this is the right way to write and it's like are you seriously telling people that your specific way is the right way to write like really uh, you know unless you're like Sir Terry Pratchett and you know obviously suddenly he's passed away now but unless you're him I am not listening to a word you say as what is you know <laughs> the correct official way of writing it's like no because people are too different and no it just doesn't work that way and each novel is different too like yeah. you can find a really great way to write your fantasy novel, but then if you decide to shift gears and try your luck with a mystery novel, it's going to work so, so different. And yeah. you'll be like starting back at square one again. Well, that's it. Exactly. But it's fun. <laughs> I don't know why we do this, but it's fun and we love it. Insert smile here. <laughs> it's not stressful at all. <laughs> No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's not, actually, it's more stressful when we don't get to write, which is where I am right now. For the last, last few days, I've not been able to write anything and it's, mm. it's making my eye twitch. I'm getting that kind of like, 
feeling. Well, I have to be honest, at the time of recording this episode, this topic is really making me want to go and write. Am I going to write when we're done with this podcast meeting? No, (laughs) because I have too much other stuff to do. But it like, yeah, I'm going to listen back to it. And I'll be like, Oh, yeah, I have books to write. That's a thing. But hey, speaking of different writers... That was Rachel's very nice way of helping me segue into my next point because I'm wedging this in and I'm not used to it. So before I wrap up this episode, I want to do a quick announcement. Well, kind of more like a shameless self-promotional plug, really. The Supernatural Beings Anthology, Volume 2, From Myths to Monsters, which features my short story, Sanctuary, is available for pre-order. Woo! With its release date being the 2nd of March, you don't actually have to wait long to receive it. So, do you like myths? Are you hankering for monsters? If so, please do consider grabbing a copy of this awesome collection of stories by 11 writers. You can pre-order it at Amazon, Smashwords, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and some other places I can't remember. I will make sure to put the links in the description below. I hope I remember to put links in the description below. You will. I'll remember. I'll remind you. (laughs) And with that being said, I think we'll we'll end our episode with giving you how we do our writing, you know, Rachel and her weird writing at the beginning and going linearly and my awesome some writing Your in weird writing. <laughs> How dare you? It's brilliant. It's 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 great. <laughs> we'll, we'll see who, who finishes their novel first. Then we'll then we'll be able to revisit this conversation. <laughs> That's true because our our main novels have been have been ongoing for decades. So we're kind of in in, in an equal footing at the moment. It, it's a competition now. <laughs> Maybe that'll motivate us. <laughs> I'd like to think right, so. We're, 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 we're rarely motivated by things like that. <laughs> this even is why we started the podcast. Anyway, back to our regular programming. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Do please let us know where you typically start writing your novel, especially if you do start writing at the end. We do want to know that. Put it in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag The Mary Writer Podcast. If you want to get extra content, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Mary Writer Podcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month and get yourself some bonus content. Tune in next week for another episode of The Mary Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Writing Distractions. We're stalling our whips. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.